Yo, this is the world-famous Tyler Bear, and you're listening to WNS Podcast. Roar! You're listening to the official Wrestling News Horse Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Apair. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 301 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's a Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got lots to cover this week as we get ready for Thanksgiving. Maybe you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. Who knows? But however you're listening to us, wherever you're listening to us, thank you and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we've got some iTunes to talk about, feedback, SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, Hot Topics. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught Total Divas or not. But, uh, I have not. But yeah, but we have uh, plenty Sorry. to cover this week. That's all right. Um... So guys, how you doing? Y'all ready to eat some turkey? Doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to eat some good food. Mm-hmm. See what's out there. Mm-hmm. See what's out there. See what's out what there. What kind of food do they have out there? I'm more of a ham kind of guy. Ham. I like the ham. Thanksgiving over ham. turkey. I do. Yeah. Which do you like? The white or the darker turkey? I like the white meat, and I like it. I I'm a dry guy. I don't mind it a little dry. Mm-mm. Can't do it. <laughs> I like. I want the breast, and I want it kind of dry. People are gonna think I'm weird, like uh, with the white and the dry stuff. I like it, but I have to like dip it in ketchup. I know yeah. it's weird. It's like ketchup, but well, I, some people I dip everything their, in ketchup. Not yeah. everything, but you know. Do you dip your tomatoes in ketchup? Nope. Why not? I'll try it. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Uh, what's stuff that you you do not like for Thanksgiving, like food wise? Mostly anything but the turkey. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, that's what like, Doug. That's true. I like turkey. <laughs> I like rolls. Yes. And then I'm about to see what's up on some pies. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it. That's true. That's true. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. I don't you. need whatever the fuck that casserole is or what yep. the fuck else. So you don't like dirty rice? Oh, like dirty rice? God, I, I could eat it. I could eat it, but if I had to, like if I need, if I was somewhere where I felt like I needed to be polite, I could like Love I could take rice, it down. Man. But I, I just won't put it on my plate. Yeah. I'd be like, no, this is the good stuff. Yeah. I think I I pretty much like everything. I I don't like yams though. I'm not a yam. See, I'm a person. I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I don't like rice. I don't like beans. Uh, so you give me some ham, some rolls, and some mashed potatoes, and I am good. Like that's all I need. And like you, you like said, vegetables? go, like go for some vegetables? pie. I'll have what like, about, a salad like green bean and, casserole. No, I don't like green beans because okay. I don't like beans. What about uh, potato salad? Nope, don't like potato like salad. Potato. Uh, I do like potato, but I don't like potato salad. Fuck a bunch of potato salad. Uh, it smells gross. It looks gross. It tastes so good, though. It makes me want to pee. Coleslaw. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, throw it all out. We'll throw it back. <laughs> uh, last year, we went over to your sister's. They had that... Uh, Man, we've got some Thanksgiving food hot takes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they had that... What was that? Bacon-wrapped uh, jalapeno whatever thing? I'll eat the bacon. 
that with cheese in the jalapeno? I'll eat the cheese. Mm, what kind of cheese are we talking? Remember, was that last year? I don't remember. That stuff was good. I was keep on getting. I, I like eggs. Yeah, that uh, uh, what's it called? Eggs, deviled eggs, deviled eggs, like that. That's I mean, I'm not a picky yep. eater though. I pretty much like anything though. <laughs> I'm really not a picky eater, but when it comes to like holiday specific type foods, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm the same. See, Christmas is different because the last few years, like my parents would make gumbo, mm-hmm. and then my wife's don't parents eat, I don't would really do eat gumbo Italian either. food. So yeah, so we would get away from the traditional. Yeah. Turkey, whatever. I'm not really a gumbo fan. I'm not big gumbo. on gumbo either. Yeah. Man, we are just synchronized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're of the same same stomach. Okay. Is what it is. Think of think of a holiday food. Say it at once. Ham. No, but you're supposed to say it together like Oh uh, well that's level. our that's the descent. That's right? where we differ. I'm the that's turkey. What, that's okay. what makes our, our fingerprint different. Right. Other than that, it's still a fingerprint. Okay, say a soda. Root beer. Oh. Dr. Pepper, come on. Okay. I well, mean, I thought y'all. I'm be cool. A- I'm cool with root beer though. I'm just gonna get. I'm I'll gonna go for Dr. Pepper. Though. I mean, I'm a fan of Dr. Pepper. Nothing wrong with that. Um. So yeah. So welcome to the show. As we get ready for what Thanksgiving. Would holiday food would be awesome if it's like we got burritos, we got tacos, we got that's holiday. That food. would be epic. <laughs> I would love that. Taquitos. I was, <laughs> I was once at a wedding that was catered by uh, Freebirds. And that's it was awesome. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if Freebirds is like a, for, I guess for listeners, I don't know if that's like a well-known chain, but it's like a, like a breed. It's it's th- fairly well-known in the it, States. Think of Chipotle. It's like a, yeah. another Chipotle. Yeah. Really good. I want to say it's Texas based though. I think, I think Freebirds is a Texas thing. Probably at least a Southern thing, right? Uh, I don't know. I might be wrong about that. I think tomorrow since. It's basically Chipotle though. Yeah. Is tomorrow, um, visit is my, my. My dad's still in the hospital, so we're gonna visit. We're gonna surprise, but I think we're gonna pick up food from IHOP and just bring it up there. And then I think nice. you know, the other side of the family they're cooking food, so that's cool. Nice, yeah, should be pretty fun. Uh, I don't plan to do any Black Friday shopping. I don't plan yeah, on doing any. In that, no. Well, I've, I mean, I've done it. I don't have an issue I think doing the only it. Thing I'm gonna get out for is I may go check out all the stuff at the comic book shop because they're having. Well, I have to go to work at from seven a.m. to. 9 a.m. That's kind of a bummer, but you know, um, yeah, I just my money is so tight right now. Even if I were to save money, I'd still be spending money that I didn't really have. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'll just wait. I'll get my Christmas presents like one at a time, and if anything, I'll just take a picture of the item. Have you? Have, okay, I'm gonna say something that our family has actually done before. I want to run it by you. Have you ever done it, or have you ever heard about it? Um, so if you order something online, it you know, sometimes it doesn't get there in time for whatever reason, there's a shipping issue or, uh, it was delayed, whatever, whatever the reason might be, uh, your, your gift did not arrive in time. Have you ever at any point in your life taken the picture of the item and give it, given it to someone and saying, you know, Santa lost it or it is on its way? No, no. Last, last year I got my mom tickets to, uh, Adele. Adele, yeah, thanks, Tyler. Uh, nice. And they, like, when they when they went on sale, like, they didn't have enough time to come in before it was mm-hmm. actually Christmas, so I made her, like, fake tickets. That's cool. Like, uh, like this is, I, I don't know, you know, you get the picture. Sure. Just, like, yeah. mock-up little tickets. Whatever. That's nice. Yeah. That's a really nice thing to do. 
But yeah, our family's done that in the past where if for whatever reason the the we can't give them that present right then, we'll like take a picture of the item and hand it to them. Like we might wrap it up in a frame or something and mm-hmm. give it to them and be like, "Hey, it's on its way. I promise." But it's just not here right now. So I might have to do that for my family. I've I've tricked someone like when I was getting gifts like for Noah, like um I I got him this little this was years ago. It was like this little robotic Spider-Man dog that plays music. You have to put, uh, put your hook your MP3 player up to it or whatever, mm-hmm. and it will do different things. But I wrapped that up, and then I wrapped the batteries separate, and <laughs> I hid the, the dog, and I gave him the batteries with a straight face. I was like, here you go. This is your Christmas gift. <laughs> and he started laughing, and I was like, well, do you like it? And he started laughing, and I was like, I was like, that's it. That's your gift. And he, he started like dwelling on thinking about it. I was like, that really my gift? I was like, yeah. So it took like I, like, <laughs> like another hour of that game. This gift I was like, I thought that was really the gift. Oh, like it hit. was the gift. Yeah. It powers this thing. Yeah. Only God. Noah would fall for that. Noah's greedy. <laughs> he was greedy. <laughs> he gets a gift and he wants more. You need to send him the video of that little boy who opens up his birthday present and it's a banana. And he's like, oh my God, it's a banana. And he like hugs it. Oh, he loves it. He was so humble about a banana. He's like a little three-year-old. Oh, uh, still like, is cute. A banana. I love bananas. Eat it. Yeah. And there was a kid who got a, a a chopping block for his birthday from his parents because he wanted to help cook in the kitchen and all that, and so they gave him a chopping block, and and he like broke down in tears because he was so grateful. You know. I'll tell a story, and I'll keep it. I don't know who's listening, so I'll keep it kayfabe for the little ones just in case someone has it on and their their kids are running around. But uh, one year, my sister and I had been, I guess, uh, kind of bad that year. And so uh, I know the thing that I can't remember what she wanted. It was like uh, some sort of like my was some sort I, I can see it in my mind but I, there was like some name it was like a thing that year it was like some pink like um makeup table desk thing for girls that she really wanted or something like that and that was the year the super nintendo came out and i had really mm. wanted that as well and uh i guess me and my sister uh weren't that great that year <laughs> because when we woke up and we'd always gotten what we wanted now we weren't like spoil the kids or anything but you know if we were good, Santa delivered. You know what I'm saying? So like, Santa yeah. came through. But that year, I guess we weren't that great, and uh, we didn't get what we want. And it was sort of like a weird, like, we didn't talk about it, but my sister and I sort of, like, were both bummed out, and we were both sort of, like, looking at each other like something was missing or whatever. <laughs> and long story short is we went to sleep, bummed out because we didn't get the things we wanted. Of course you want the Super Nintendo. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. But uh, I woke up the next day, <clears throat> and... Uh, there was a note from Santa to me and my sister saying, okay, listen, I told y'all, I told y'all that you're, you know, next time, like if you guys misbehave next year, you're really not going to get what you want. But we woke up to like the Super Nintendo. And That's it, cool. Yeah. So uh, like I'm going to let it slide this time, yeah. but you better be on your best behavior for the next year. Keep a little kayfabe in case some, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. someone's running around somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Old Santa. Ho ho ho! Are you gonna go and stop by your your buddy uh, Santa Claus this year? Say hi to him. See if I get some cereal. Maybe you get some cereal. Who knows? You might I, get a candy I need to cane go check out the situation peppermint. and see if they give see out what they're cereal. giving out this year. Yeah, take yeah, your yeah. take your nephews and be like, hey, let's go see what this is all about. And I'm like, oh, candy canes? That's BS. Where's the cereal? <laughs> 
and call him out on that too. Yeah. We want the the the, the ten pack, yes. not just one, <laughs> not just one. Give him the whole thing. So, uh, all right, well, let's get into the show. Uh, we have an iTunes review to kick things off, and it's from Ratty three two one, giving us five star five stars, saying thank you for Tyler's talk at the start of the show, and I think he meant Doug. Um, but well, that's well, I mean the. What got things getting said is the important part, not mm-hmm. who, the, who the people attribute it sure. to. It's, it's what needed to be said. But uh, Ratty321 also says, uh, right on the money, the most embarrassing thing about being a wrestling fan is trying to defend the rampant sexism slash homophobia that's been present in the business for so long because it's undefendable. It's very refreshing to hear from a group of guys like you who are honest and open that they are trying to, quote, be better, as you said. We all need to. Sincere thanks. So. Thanks, you know, a lot. We really appreciate yeah. that. It's uh, really nice to hear some encouragement. Um, we're not a we're not really a podcast that runs from criticism, and a, lo- a lot of weeks, even if we don't necessarily agree with people have to say, we uh, we will come and address it regardless. But you know, <laughs> it is actually it is really nice to like hear words of encouragement and hear people yeah. enjoy, yeah. you know. Thank you. Just because we don't just because we don't run from bad criticism doesn't mean we don't like to hear the good stuff too. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. Good stuff. Um, and we also want to say a special thank you to everyone who tuned in to the to last week's episode or 300th uh, episode. Uh, anyone who took time to, yeah, to comment, anyone the, who took time to do all listeners. that. Yeah. So um, we certainly uh, appreciate it over the years. Um, so now let's go into feedback. We have some from Clark saying, hey, guys, another great episode. Survivor Series really shocked me especially on the way Goldberg won the match. I really thought Jericho and Owens will finally disband last Monday. And what's your reaction to Jericho when he wore a Sin Cara mask when he attacked Rollins? And as always, keep up the good work. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll certainly yeah, make sure to cover everything that you asked uh, as we get into our SummerSlam talk or Raw talk uh, and all that, unless you'd prefer to address it now. I mean, I don't really have an opinion other than he was barred from ringside, so I expect it to be addressed next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than there that, will be consequences. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't really have much You're going to go opinion. up against Braun Strowman. I don't have much of an opinion other than that. So, all right. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll cover the rest of it. Um, uh, what was the rest of it? It was the, uh, the, the way Goldberg won the match. Oh, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk we about that. Jericho sure. and Owens were going to finally split and all that. Uh, but thank you, Clark. We certainly appreciate it. Next bit of feedback we have Thanks. is from James saying the show was awesome every week. Keep it up. Well, we thank, certainly you, James. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. Uh, final bit of feedback. I think it was from someone else, but it says 18PD now. So I don't know if uh, if maybe the uh, username got changed or whatever. Whatever the, the case was. Uh, it says 18PD now. Um, Forza Doug, the shouty liberal of our hearts. Congratulations on making 300. Appreciate you taking the time to keep us entertained. Thank you very much. Uh, we re- uh, Again, we really appreciate <laughs> the words of encouragement yeah. and the support. Honestly, thanks, everybody. Yes, definitely. Um, so now we're going to talk about SummerSlam because that definitely got a lot of people talking over wanna, the, uh, the do, course uh, of last week. Do you want to just do general thoughts of NXT or did you guys not see it? Oh, yeah. I completely forgot. I watched NXT it took it because... The, the baby signing a chance to babies. I think the last thing I saw was actually the tag match yeah. between uh, DIY and uh, Revi- I can't talk revival. Yeah, revival. Um, I mean another absolutely solid takeover, uh, from my opinion. Uh, it's one of those things where I don't 
I kind of discussed this uh, last week where I don't really follow NXT like the show, but for every takeover, I'm completely invested in it because it wraps up all the stories into a nice little bow and presents it to me. And then they have, you know, these stellar matches. Uh, so I'm getting to the point where it's like, oh, I can just tune in during the during the takeovers um, and, and be good. With stuff I saw, I mean, I, I liked uh, Bobby Roode's entrance. Mm-hmm. They did some near falls and stuff like that. People really got into that. Yeah. I kind of thought that, well, going back and forth in my head, I could see like um, Ty Dillinger's like, oh, he win, but no, because they really want to keep Bobby Roode strong. Sure. Uh, Authors of Pain versus uh, TM61. Um, I liked it, but, you know, I'm going to be honest. Shane with Hayes took a couple of ridiculously stupid yeah. bumps. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I go in and out of NXT and I catch certain things, but like I don't feel like maybe I don't watch them all the time. But authors of pain don't really get my attention. Yeah, I'm just that's just me. I'm not saying they're not. They're green as shit, dude. They're they're they super new. They're super new. Hmm. So that's why they probably give them the title to push them. Not title, but you know what I mean. The um, Dusty. I mean, TM Six One doesn't necessarily need it. I assume with a revival, what looks to be like they're on their way out. They seem to be the next team to come up after DIY. I mean, now I don't think winning the tournament was going to make or break that for them. So I don't really have a problem with them giving it to the authors of pain. I know people are like, eh, it's because they're so green. They're they're just they're just real new. I mean, there's no getting around it. They're inexperienced. Do you think the rev- revivals on their way up? Yes. What uh, which <clears throat> show do you think they'd end up on? I hope SmackDown. Yeah. Because I think they would be treated better. Because they don't like, not that the, not that the look thing is as prevalent today as it has been in the past. Because you mm-hmm. got you have guys like Kevin Owens who, you know, broken the you need to look a certain way mold. Uh, not just as far as like smaller guys have broken that mold, but like you know like guys who don't look like they're like in super great shape and stuff like that. I mean, sure. you know what I mean when I say Kevin Owens. Yeah. But uh the Daniel Bryan, you know, not necessarily muscular, but he's got the athleticism to make up for it. Yeah, I just feel like with their look, I mean with their lack of a like superstar look, I feel like they would get treated better on mm-hmm. SmackDown. I think they're one of the best tag teams in the world, and I don't say that lightly. <clears throat> I think they're really good at what they do. Uh bring them in and let them feud with Rhino and uh East Slater. I mean, I don't expect those guys to still have the titles by the time Revival gets on the show. True. true. There was already some tweet. I can't remember which, which if it was Dawson or um, Dash or Dash that were doing the tweeting, but there was some weird tweets out there about how it was either rumored or it was a rumor or speculated they, that they may have debuted in the um, the SmackDown. Uh, what is that tag match? What do they call the tag match? Uh, the turmoil. The tag team turmoil. It was like. There was some buzz out there that they may have debuted in that. And then one of the, I can't remember if it's uh, Dasper Dawson, but one of them made a weird tweet where they were like, uh, of course we wouldn't debut in that because we're like top guys or something like that. (laughs) And he like within like minutes had like deleted the tweet and he got his ass like, Hmm. he got his, someone chewed his ass out apparently. And he like sort of like took it all back and I don't know. (laughs) It's uh. I don't know. It was we like a weird situation. We lower ourselves to be in that kind of matchup. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? It's Twitter. Authors I mean, of pain. It's uh, heel. Top guys. Yeah, heel. Is, top guys is like well, their thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So okay, I didn't say it means authors of pain, but uh, the revival they leave because they would have probably have a rematch. I think sure. they're done. 
they're the general whatever then who who are the other tag teams that are like heel we got team 661 their face diy their face um officer pain their heel what's the other tag team am i missing anything i'm sort of having problems thinking of another team yeah i mean they can easily just bring in new guys sure. and start building up building them up um, i mean a lot of the teams that were in the classic were makeshift teams sure but yeah, I mean, let's talk about some of the matches. Like, okay, now the Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode match was the match really good, or was the crowd just so into it that I was into it? So into it. The guys were over. The match was fine. Yeah. It was. I, I've made. I know there. Uh, I've made my feelings known about Bobby Roode. I think he's bland. Mm. I think he is. I think anybody. Uh, I won't say anybody, but I think that his music and his entrance is what's over about him. Yeah. And I don't think he's anything other than Blaine. He's competent, yes. I don't think he's a terrible wrestler, but I don't, especially don't think there's anything special about him in the ring or the promos or his gimmick. Nothing I, really that stands out. Yeah, I think the match was just fine. And I think like that that music or something could have like elevated someone more unique or something. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan, and uh, I thought the match was fine though. I don't, I didn't have a problem with it. It just, it wasn't as good as. It was more over than good. I mean, yeah. does that make sense? I think this was a match to allow Ty Dillinger to stand out, to not be considered the the jobber, because you know that's essentially what his role has been, and he just got over the whole ten thing with the crowd. Um, I felt I was like about to say before Bobby Roode, a little bit after, wasn't he a heel? He was heel yes. doing the perfect ten, but the crowd got so far into it that they turned him. Um, well, he was still sort of a heel, even though he was over as a face. Mm-hmm. What what I think sort of turned him face was the rude split when they were going to team yeah. the classic together. That sort of turned a baby face. Yeah, and I, I, I th- you're right in the fact that he was basically the new C.J. Parker or a guy who was going to be the job guy for mm-hmm. NXT. But now I think he is more. He's. Now I think he's um, God. What's his name? The guy who was like, why? Uh, he, he's on the roster now, main roster. Oh, I can't. Tyler Breeze. Thank you. I, uh. I'm really bad with remembering names lately. Have you guys noticed <laughs> this? I can't think of names all of a sudden. I think hmm. I, he started off as like NXT job guy. Now I think he is the the Tyler Breeze, <clears throat> like current Tyler Breeze of NXT. Sure, he's that he's or, that workhorse or, that the the crowd appreciates, and or he's working his way into that position if yeah. he's not there yet. I think, yeah, I think that's what this match was. It was a, you know, we're going to have Rude win the match, but you're going to come away looking like a contender. He's never going to be like a Joe or a Nakamura or a Balor. No, never. He's never going to be a Bailey, but mm-hmm. he's going to be a Breeze. He, he can be a Breeze, and he looks like he's going to be a Breeze. Yeah. He's going to be respected in the in the fans' eyes. Um, and over with that crowd. And over, yeah, definitely over with the NXT crowd. Um, but if he were to come up... Then Probably nothing. It'd, yeah, it'd be the it'd be the same scenario as where uh, uh, Tyler Breeze is. Um, but yeah, I mean that match it was it was pretty solid in my eyes. I enjoyed the storytelling and the crowd was way into it because um, um, Dillinger was a hometown hero on that one. Both Canada boys. That was, yeah, they're yeah. Both Canada. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but the crowd definitely got behind uh, Dillinger. For the majority of the matchup, there were—I mean, there was kind of split for a few times, but the Dillinger fans made themselves known. The uh, the Dusty Classic finale—I um, wouldn't say it was very good, um, just because Authors yeah. of Pain are really green. Uh, but again, 
Shane Thorne did a couple of crazy bumps, and uh, that was about it, you know. Yeah, and I didn't really, I didn't really dig the structure of the crane holding the cage. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that could have been something they could have just like suspended from the roof. I mean, they've done steel cages, elimination chambers that have been suspended above the of the uh, arena. Like I understand they wanted to do the one spot where he dove off, right? But. I mean, if that was the in, the entire purpose of having that, that and they released a new line of toys that feature that exact structure. I don't if know I, if you guys caught that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if yeah, I yeah. had to guess, the spot came from it being there and not they built it so he could do the spot. Yeah. If I had to guess. They're probably like, well, we have this match in NXT, but we have these toys coming out. Let's, let's see if we can build that. Um, it didn't bother <laughs> me. Yeah. I mean, it... You know, the, the match was okay. Nothing, you know, to write home about. Uh, nothing compared to the uh, the Revival versus DIY match. No, that was... Holy crap. Bananas. That match was mm-hmm. off the charts. It was the best match on the card. Absolutely. By far. Definitely. Um, Not just the best match on the card, but these two teams have had the best feud in NXT in who knows how long, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, these guys went out. They busted their ass. The crowd appreciated it. I appreciated it. The storytelling, the uh, you know, the poetic. I'm gonna hold your hand to keep you from tapping, so that you hold my hand to keep me from tapping, and then they end up tapping together. Like yeah. just, just great. And the, even the way the crowd lost it when they did each other's finishers for near falls. Yeah, right there, people were like, "What?" Yeah, that was nice. The uh, the callback to the previous match where Gargano's legs get taken out and, you know, oh, it's going to happen all over again, but no, he's going to fight this time. And he got the road. Like, they just, they did really, uh, they, they told the story very well. And, um, you know, a phenomenal job from all four guys. Um, just, I mean, what else can you say? It was, it was the best matchup of the night and uh, really good work, again, from all four guys. Well-deserved for... Uh, Tommaso and and Johnny, I mean you you guys and girls don't need to hear us. Pra- everybody's yeah. praising this match. If you have not seen this match, <laughs> go back and watch it. We, we don't have some like fresh new way of looking at the <laughs> match that you haven't heard everyone else already telling you how awesome it is. It's just because it was an awesome match. Just go yeah. watch it if you haven't seen it. Go go watch that match up and appreciate it. Um, the uh, the Oscar versus Mickey James match. I was really surprised by the way Mickey James like. I don't. I don't want to say that I didn't think she was gonna be able to hang, but she really. I haven't seen her outside of the context of TNA in so long, and mm-hmm. even then, it's been a while since I have seen her within the context of TNA. Yeah. And wait, was she in TNA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, it's just been Hardcore so long. Country. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I have. I can't think. I don't know what's wrong with me today. That's all right. It was this way last week too. I can't think of things like mm. I. It's like on the tip of my tongue, and I can't like make it come out. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I was like pleasantly surprised. I thought they really. I mean, she just had a baby too, like not that long ago, and oh, she's really? like mm-hmm. she's already back, like in fighting shape, and yeah. like, and I just was I was really impressed with the way. Well, we got to see her at the uh, Tommy Dreamer House of Hardcore yeah. in Pasadena, uh, and she had been a, I think, I, th- I want to say her baby is, a, if not over than close to a year old okay. so she's had time to get back in the ring i oh, know yeah. she's been performing at the uh for some reason i Hardcores. thought it was sooner than that hmm. i have to do some research on that i mean clearly i'm probably the one that's wrong but i uh, know miss tessmacher just had her baby that's probably what i was thinking like about. three months ago and like she's already back into her ring shape 
which is crazy. Got to make that money. Got to make that money. That's right. Yeah, but I but I thought that it was going to be a lot more of Mickey like resting on her laurels as far as like being over as mm-hmm. a huge star from the past. And she just really got in there and worked her ass off and they had a good match. Yeah. I don't think it's the best Oscar match or the best women's match or anything like that. But I was like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I didn't have I didn't have negative expectations. I just didn't have expectations, mm-hmm. I think. And I was pleasantly surprised by it. And even in the storytelling of the uh, you know, the the spot that Asuka got thrown out of the ring, Mickey sat on the middle rope and was like, Come on in and right, you know, there yeah. was that slight bit of uh disrespect. And then the tar- uh, the tables get turned. Mickey James is thrown out, and come on in. And you know she does the same thing. And even after the match, you know Mickey James offers her hand as a show of respect, and Oscar's just like, "Nope, check out the title, bitch. I'm right. out." Yeah. So, you know, again, like the 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 takeovers always produce. They always perform uh, at their at their top level, and uh, you know. These ladies, like you said, it, it might not have been the best Oscar match. It might not have been the best match on the card, but it was still they did a fine job. Um, and I was I was entertained through the matchup. One of the things I didn't really like was that Mickey James tapped so quickly. But I, I would have liked to, for her to hold out just a little bit longer before she tapped. That's just a minor, minor, minor detail. Um, I felt like the the referee tapped the mat as to say, "Hey, this is where you're tapping," mm-hmm. and then she immediately tapped after that. I would have liked to have seen a little more of a gap, but anyways, I don't think she's coming back though. So I don't think it's like a matter of making her look like sure. she hung in there. You know what I mean? One and yeah. done. More I mean, than likely, I, I expect it to be a one and done. I could be wrong. I mean, we'll get she'd, on to the goal. Make, we thought Goldberg was one and done. Yeah, I mean, she'd make for a great veteran. Um, to to help out the ladies. So See, I think it's I think it was a stopgap because they didn't have anyone other than Ember Moon to really seem like a credible challenger. Although there's like there's like Billy Kay and stuff, but they sort of don't want to use her in that role right yeah. now. And so there's Tyler they're trying to build up. Yeah, but the, there's like a gap gap in um they're just not bit, ready. <laughs> there's a gap in ability between like Ember Moon and Billy Kay and some of those other ones. Sure. And that's not I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything. It's just like it's the reality. Yeah. And the the couple that they have that could seem like credible challengers to Oscar, they're not ready to to go down those paths yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, my thought was Mickey's just a stopgap because other than, otherwise, why are they using her in NXT and not on the you know the right. roster? Yeah. Plus, uh, I, I don't I don't know. I forgot where I was going with it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, you know. If they did decide to bring Mickey James back, put her on like the Raw or SmackDown roster, she'd make a great, she'd be a great veteran to to offer input. But I mean, not necessarily that the the ladies in that division really need it because you've got you know Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte and Becky uh, and Natalia and Naomi. You know, you you've got a strong women's group who are going out there and performing. Even Nikki Bella, she's she's improved uh, over the past year or so. So you know, Nikki's good. Oh yeah, so. Other than that, they had the uh, Nakamura versus Joe matchup. What did you think about that? I thought it was an uninspired Nakamura performance. Yeah. I think he sort of like, what, like. Knew he was dropping. It was uh, like, eh. I, I don't think, I don't know if it was that, but more so he like, there were segments where he didn't bother to sell. Yeah, I did were, notice that as well. Were, he looks bored. He looks like uh, he's tired of like, wrestling in NXT. It looks like he's sort of like, this is not what I came here for. Yeah. I don't know. I think he he's the sort of guy who, who I think wants to be challenged. That's why he's here in the first place because mm-hmm. he was a huge store in Japan. Yeah. Like, 
he didn't really need to come here. He was making good money. He was of a good status. Mm-hmm. He came here for because he likes USA culture and because he wanted to be challenged. Uh, he probably doesn't feel challenged. No. And that you can probably tell that from looking at his performance. I, I thought it was kind of a meh match. I didn't yeah. think it was that good. So what do you think? Like he's They're going to have another rematch, but are they going to keep him like in NXT or is it time for him to go up? Well, I expected one of them, whoever lost, to go up in the Rumble or something. Yeah, because there was a lot of rumor that it was going to be Joe, which is why I was mostly expecting Nakamura to keep the title. But now that Nakamura lost, I can easily see him being a surprise entrant in the Rumble, getting the crowd excited, and then he shows up on... I would like to see him on SmackDown, personally, um, just because they would probably be more open to letting him do what he does. Yeah. Where as Raw is more of the, hey, let's talk before you fight. And that's not necessarily and it's not a knock on, on Nakamura because, you know, it's not his native language to speak English. Um but I feel like on SmackDown he'd probably be better le- utilized. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a good talent and he's got megastar potential. So he should go to the A show, SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> and you could see Nakamura versus AJ. So it'd be good, good stuff. And Nakamura versus Cena. I mean, they. I mean, Nakamura and AJ have chemistry. They've had mm-hmm. great matches in the past already. So yep, there's some familiarity there. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that they could deliver again. Yeah. Um. So after that, so Samoa Joe, the new, the the two time NXT champion, it was inevitable, as he said later on. Um. That brought us into SummerSlam. I didn't get to catch the um. The kickoff matches because a I didn't either. I didn't, first of all, I didn't know it was a two hour pre show, which yeah. is bananas. Yeah, although, well, okay, I um I decided to take a nap before the pay per view just because I knew that it was going to be a long thing. So I set my alarm or whatever, and then uh, I got my phone, I plugged it into the charger, and I put the WWE Network on just so I could listen mm-hmm. in case I heard like Renee Young talking. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is time for the show. Um, so I woke up. Uh, probably like you know, a few minutes before my alarm went off, and uh, I caught the Owens and Jericho segment with uh, Tom Phillips. Mm-hmm. Oh I my god! Oh my god! I, that was I, hilarious. I missed it. Just everything that they did was was funny. Like if you if you enjoy the chemistry that Owens and Jericho have, go back and watch that just that little segment because uh, it was pretty funny. Um, but anyway, so we got to. I didn't get to see the uh, the pre show matches. But. I didn't either, but what I, what I will say is we've seen that six-man tag about ten times now <laughs> or some variation of it, so I can't imagine it was that different. Yeah. And what but this the, time there were implications. Well, what the and also what the the other thing I will say about the pre-show matches is what the fuck is Kane beating Luke Harper for? Yeah. Especially with <laughs> yeah. especially with him like making a presence in like the main event, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the semi-main, but whatever. What's you know what? Uh, this not gonna make sense, but Kane, you're going over tonight. He shouldn't be beating guys like that in 2016. I agree. Yeah. Well, he was spotlight in uh, in the uh, on SmackDown. They're like, "Hey, look, it's Kane." I'm like, "Kane should not be, you know, whatever." Anyways, um, so we kick off SummerSlam. We have the the women's match to to kick things off. The five on five Survivor Series matchup. Um, anything? outstanding to take away from um, it? I thought this was pretty good. Um, I was a little bit confused by the way they, like the order of eliminations they chose, but I think like Sasha going so early was just solely for surprise factor and not necessarily 
some sort of message they were trying to send about where she belongs on the card or in the pecking order or anything like that. Um, I didn't like, first of all, I thought Nia Jax did a lot of favors for herself and like, in as far as turning out a good performance and looking like really like a powerhouse, like dominant. And she got over within the context of the match. She's, she may not be over on every show and she may have not been over like before the match, but within the context of the match, she got herself over. The crowd was impressed by the power spots that she did. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool. But I didn't like her elimination. I think that the her tapping out is a mistake. Yeah. I forgot who made her tap. Pecky, disarmer. Yeah. And I think I couldn't tell if that was the planned elimination for her or if it was because of the botch. Because if you notice when they went to double DDT her and mm-hmm. they sort of all fell down like it was some weird thing. And I don't know if that was a finish they came up with on the fly and she was just like, uh, roll I just to need the- to go. Yeah, yeah because. Why, no disrespect to Naomi, but why is Naomi the one protected with a countout finish? If you're going to do a countout, then you, uh, that's the way that you eliminate Nia Jax. She yeah. gets the countout finish. You be, do the spear through the barricade again yes. and, and have she, her be countout. She gets protected, like, and maybe that you didn't want to do that because you're going to do that with Braun later. But still, if you did it for Naomi, you could have done it for, for Nia. Nia is the one who should have been protected in that capacity. Yeah. But other than that, I thought it was a good match. I like Bailey getting the win. I like Charlotte, be, uh, Charlotte being a total asshole after <laughs> yeah. the match. That was my match to win. Yeah, I thought Becky looked really good as like a as a fiery babyface trying to get it done for a team, but coming up short. Uh, I thought this was pretty good other than the Nia Jax stuff. And yeah. I thought Nia Jax herself had an excellent performance. I just didn't like the way she was eliminated. What I didn't... <laughs> what I didn't like, this isn't pertaining to this particular match, it's the follow-up on Raw. Okay. Was, you know, okay, so Charlotte attacks Bailey. And rather than Bailey being pissed off, we see Charlotte. Um, uh, I'm sorry, we see Sasha come out to confront uh, Charlotte. Right. You know, and then you know Sasha comes out to, to or God, I can't talk. Uh, Bailey comes out to like make the save Join later the on. Join the club. I yeah. Can't either. So I mean, that was that was one of the things where it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Right. Where it's like, okay, she attacked you, and you're gonna wait for Sasha to go out there and talk? No, like you charge this girl and right kick her ass. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Team Raw ends up getting the the win on that one. We got that right. Yeah, we didn't get a whole lot right, but we that's... got two right. Two out of all of them, right? Dang. Who knows? I yeah. think we got two. Yeah, because uh, we picked the women for Raw. Right. Um, we picked the tag team for SmackDown. That's it. So that well, we were wrong on that one because um, Raw won the won the tag team. Oh wait, we, we, we picked Raw? we picked oh, Raw for won. the traditional. Uh, we got. Lesnar match wrong. We got Kalisto match wrong. Um, Sami Zayn. We got Sami Zayn wrong. So I think this was our only I match. Think we, we only got, got the right. women's match. Wow. Uh, yeah, they threw us. Uh, they threw us a lot of curveballs on this one. Rough night for picks. Who who cares about logic? You know, it would make the most sense to have the cruiserweights on SmackDown because maybe you got two hundred five live. That one but that you hey, picked for me. What do I know? Well, maybe it's a maybe it's a way of getting them seen. Maybe it's like they're going to be on Raw. They're going to be on SmackDown. So. That's exposure, and hopefully people are going to tune in to see him but on the they're network. they're not going to be on SmackDown. They're going to be after SmackDown. Oh, that's right. You're right about that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that's that's where it all lies. So Kalisto is stuck by himself, as opposed uh, uh, to having yeah. the entire Cruiserweight yeah, division join him. Yeah, forget what I just said. I don't, I don't know. He's not stuck by himself. That, He's with Baron Corbin. That gets Kalisto and, and Sin Cara, so you can have a Lucha Dragons reunion later on if you so desire. Um, you know, it's, uh, whatever. Who cares about logic? Thanks, Baron Corbin. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. What's so funny is 
because there's parts I had to rewatch again. Mm-hmm. And my wife uh, saw Baron Corbin. She goes, that guy needs to get a haircut. It's like his widow's peak. His widow's peak is thinning. Thinning. It's not bald. It's thinning. Just shave it, bro. Just shave it. It's too thin. You can't pull it off. Bald. 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 What were you going to say? What I was going to say is that, not to jump too far ahead, because because he was mentioning Baron Corbin, if they weren't going to do it, if they weren't going to switch brands and have it go to SmackDown, I have no problem with Baron Corbin being the person who sort of mm-hmm. causes it. I'm fine with that. Okay. And I sort of like the follow-up where Brian was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is, you know, you didn't just cost Kalisto, you cost SmackDown. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't give a shit. So what? We don't, he's like, we don't need more of those guys. Yeah, Kalisto's a pest and we don't need more of those little pests like running around. <laughs> I thought it was good uh, character promo stuff for yeah, Corbin. It was, it was good character development for him, but God... It would have been. It would have made so much more sense to have the whatever. Yeah, I mean, logistically, why not have them on the show? That it's yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, small detail, nothing to do with the matchup itself. Um, hey, what match are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, the <laughs> what <laughs> the TJ Perkins entrance. Uh, this is, this, like I said, it has nothing to do with the, the cruiserweight match. It's just something that I've noticed over the past week or two. Uh, his entrance ramp, you know, where it turns into the coins and all that that he collects as he's going down, it still has that 8-bit silhouette of him holding the cruiserweight belt. Oh, yeah. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. I, I mean, mm. I saw it, it just didn't register. It was yeah. just like, oh, that's just what it looks like, but yeah. I'm just sitting there going, he's not the champion right now, right. so... Have him do a different pose. You can't like pixelate a different picture. Yeah, there, there. You didn't have one prior to that, or what's what's the issue here? Um, they probably didn't, honestly. Yeah, probably. Uh, let's talk about the Intercontinental Title. Well, do you um, want to talk about the Cruiserweight match? Sure, because we're talking about so much around the Cruiserweight. Yeah, match? Brian Kendrick retaining over Kalisto. This shit was fucking crazy good. Like, uh, whoo. Spanish fly off the apron was that, fucking nuts. That looked like it hurt Whoa. like hell. I was like, God damn. And then <laughs> not, not just that, but Saka Tashi off the top rope. I was like, God damn. I thought he was gonna break I thought he was gonna break his neck. Yeah. There were some big crazy bumps in this match. You know what? I'm sort of like I knew like whenever they did the the very like character driven vignette before the match, I was like, Oh, I know he's retaining. Mm-hmm. So cause I knew the focus was gonna be on him, but he was the man with the plan. I'm sort of into him plan. as champ now. I'm sort of into him as champ hmm. because I think, I don't know. He they just I thought they had an excellent match and. But you won't get to see it again because Kalista's on SmackDown. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's sort of building to the whole like they want Survivor Series to be the brand versus brand show. Yeah. So I mean that makes sense in a way. So next year it'll be Kalisto versus whoever the champ is, <laughs> and that'll be it. Well. Yeah, who well they may have after Mania a draft. That's true. It's time to shake things up again. I wonder when the draft will take place next year. Or if they mm, Oh, we're know. bringing uh, the Cruiserweight to some to SmackDown, so we're going to have a SmackDown Cruiserweight title. That's right. So uh no, nah, keep it all on 205 live. Uh but yeah, the Kendrick and Kalisto match, really good stuff until the uh until the end where Baron Corbin got involved. I mean, the, the finish deflated the match, yeah. but I thought it was a good match. And I don't mind Corbin being the reason that he lost. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Intercontinental title match, Miz versus Sami Zayn. Um, 
I thought these guys had really solid chemistry. Um, I enjoyed both of their performances. Notice I said both, not just Sammy Zane. Uh, I think Miz has done a, a pretty solid job as of late. He's been having a title for a while. He just, he just got, he's got it. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been in that, the title picture that's yeah, what for I meant. a long Sorry, time. Yeah, I know he just got back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like these two had had pretty good chemistry. They they had a pretty solid matchup, and um, you know, Maurice caused the distraction. At just the right Dude, time. There's a lot of people I've read that are pissed about that. Well, sure. You know, well, heel, you have to hide behind your wife. Heels doing heel tactics. I mean, that's, well, that's I mean, what it's listen, all about. Haters going to be haters. Listen, the WWE cannot help. Vince cannot help himself. When they're in <laughs> Canada, they have to do an homage to the screw job. <laughs> He can't. He can't help himself. If they're in Canada, they got to do an homage That's to the true. job. It's the Survivor Series in Canada. <laughs> yes. What do you expect? Yes. Yeah, so at least I thought it was a clever twist that they put out because they thought they they made it seem like they're going to do it the the Survivor Series from the Figure Four spot, but they actually worked out of that and into it like a cheap roll up. So I thought, as far as you know, they were going to do the homage because they can't not do it. So mm-hmm. as, if if you accept that he can't not do it. It was a nice twist on the thing that they know you know that they can't not do. <laughs> and other than that, I thought it was better than an okay match. I thought it was a really good match. Excellent sell job from Sami Zayn. Yeah. Miz is uh, uh this is peak Miz. This is Miz doing the work of his career. And uh I thought it was really good. I don't really have, I mean obviously we sort of knew that uh, like the titles weren't going to flip shows once like you see the like the finish of one of these matches. Yeah. So you sort of know the, the rest, but uh I thought this was another really good match on a really good show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's just you know, I felt good like, work. I felt like this year they are they made an effort to make Survivor Series feel special. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that they succeeded. Yeah, I, I had my doubts going in. Going in, I wasn't excited about the show, but I think they delivered on basically everything on the card. Yeah, every every matchup uh, had something to talk about in the, in the. No, yeah, I agree. So, you know, as long as you leave people talking about it after the match or after the show is over, you've done your job. I mean, people are debating finishes and booking decisions, but outside of that, I don't think there's a lot of room to critique the ring work because I think almost, I think every match delivered at least to a certain capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, The uh, 10-team Survivor Series matchup won by Team Raw, which kind of threw me off. I I was really expecting SmackDown to win. Uh, but Cesaro and Sheamus being the lone survivors getting the win on that. Um, I was expecting them to implode there at the end. And Were you shocked when New Day got, like, quickly? It, yes. Pinned? Yeah, it was kind of shocking that, you know, they come out, they do their, you know, let's build it up, build us up as, as the greatest. And, you know, I was expecting Brizongo not to last long, but then New Day gets eliminated, like, a minute after them. Well, for one thing, there's a ton of dudes in that match. Absolutely. I feel so bad for the crowd sitting. (laughs) For number two, like the New Day's high spot was the talking they did before they got Mm -hmm. in. That was them getting their shit in, and then they they got out. Because honestly, when you've got that many people, you just kind of sort of thin the herd a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. get some of these dudes out of this fucking ring. Those people paid a lot of money, and they can't see anything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's just like, there's too many people are in and around the ring. We've got to clear some guys out. Pretty quick. That's why you got two quick eliminations off. Sure, the you got to give these guys some room to work. I mean, yeah, you know. you've got eighteen guys surrounding the ring, two guys in the ring, right? Plus the ref. So yeah, but I I, just, I, I was shocked by the quick elimination. I'm good. I liked when uh, was it Brizongo got 
eliminated and then like they were shoving it in the, the new day was shoving it in their face that they lost in <laughs> instant <got>, karma yeah. <laughs> like oh shit i can't believe that just happened yeah i thought it was a little i thought it was like a little hit or miss until it got down to the usos and uh sheamus and cesaro but whoo no you know what before that even because there was a lot of there was a lot of cool shit yeah, a few eliminations in there was it was sort of like hit or miss until we got to I don't know like the 15 minute mark the midway point when there was just a once few they did the, all the dives to yeah, the outside when, of the ring once you get I, that over then they can go and start I love turning it that, up that uh, that rolling uh, a German suplex that Gable does man, he'll mm-hmm. do it to bigger people I've seen him do it to Bear Corbin yeah uh, but he just is all I loved it man. Not to mention the the dive where he sort of got launched. He he almost cleared the hole. Yeah. He almost cleared the pack. And that's scary when they overshoot people. You're like, who the fuck is going to catch this guy? Yeah. Are you going to hear is a thud and a? Yeah. He yeah. almost overshot them, but it, mm-hmm. he uh, luckily did, but uh, didn't. But um, <laughs> yeah. From from the point you're talking about where things sort of they started throwing out dives everywhere, especially when it got down to the Usos and Sheamus and Cesaro. They had a, just a real good fucking tag match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, Usos were, were great in it, and Cesaro and Sheamus were great in it. Ain't no party like an uppercut party, because the uppercut, uppercut party... Oh, shit, I can't say All right, Mario. All right, Mario. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh. No, Mama I guess the uppercut mia! party doesn't stop. Oh, no, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Mama Mia. Yeah, but I thought... It, it started out slow, but I thought they worked themselves into a really good match. Yeah, I was surprised with the finish. A good portion of the matches, and I will, I will appreciate this because you know they did take their time, uh, because there were only like five or six matches on the card, and you've got you know three hours to fill. I mean, they ended up cutting it, cutting the pay per view like a half hour short, but that's you know whatever. You think that was to play into the surprise of the main event? Yes. Okay. I think it might have been because okay. like I, I remember sitting there, and I think I mess, I believe I messaged you guys at the eight at the uh, once it's the yeah you did. Yeah, I was like, dude, it's eight o'clock and we only have two matches left. Keep in mind we're in Central Time, so we're, you know, everything starts an hour prior. Um, but yeah, it was like, dude, there's two matches left and they've got two hours to fill. There's no way that they're gonna be able to fill that. Um, but uh, yeah, the oh, the tag team match. Before I forget, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. before I get a spot that I wanted to highlight is when the Usos did their, like, leg break thing, and then uh, they had him in the Tequila Sunrise, and he, like, step-by-step step reversed the Tequila Sunrise back into the sharpshooter. That was fucking rad. <laughs> like, the way that he broke it down piece by piece from being in the Tequila Sunrise, he, like, reversed it, like, like limb by limb until he ended up back into, like, the sharpshooter, <laughs> and it was fucking cool. So. Yeah, it was. I mean, it just... The, the matchup was really solid. Like, all of the matches in this pay-per-view were were, were great. It was a very enjoyable pay-per-view. Um, but Team Raw ends up being the victors, uh, with Cesaro and Sheamus being the, uh, the lone surviving team on that one. And that takes us into the traditional Survivor Series match. Holy crap. This match I could watch over and over and over again. Oof. I mean, it was an hour of... <laughs> they packed a lot of shit into this. Well, and this match was also an hour long. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought, I thought they did a phenomenal job in this matchup. They they took their time with the pacing. Once it picked up, it was going. Uh, a lot of spots, a lot of moments. It took a while before we had an elimination. 
and you know everyone got to do their spots and it was just i man i'm not going to say enough good things about this matchup i enjoyed uh, the hell out of it well i i will i will critique it a bit sure. i will say that uh shane was in there too much for my liking yeah shane like like manhandled like Rollins and and Reigns <laughs> like way too much huh? for my liking. Well, like you said, he's got to look good. He got to look strong for Lesnar. Well, that's out the window now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Obviously, <laughs> obviously they switch plans whenever like Goldberg resign or not. He's got to look good for Cena. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I th- I mean I think they're teasing an Ambrose thing with it. Yeah, that's, that's true. What, too. what it looks like, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean that I mean. I, People, you guys were sort of poking fun at me, but that was like legitimately the rumored thing that was happening. And, yeah. And it, when he signed on for more matches, they threw that out the fucking window smartly because yeah. God, I would much rather see Goldberg and Brock than, than <laughs> Brock and Shane. Oh my but, gosh! Uh, yeah. He he was. I know he's sort of booked like a. I don't mind Shane as the guy who's willing to do stupid stuff to win. Like Shane, I don't mind Shane booked as the guy who will jump off something stupid. He's a he split monkey. Yeah, I don't. But he mind. shouldn't be in the ring that much. Well, not he shouldn't be so physically like equal to guys like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. No, these I are, agree. These I are agree. these are guys. Yeah, his punches suck. He's got <laughs> shitty punches. But um, he shouldn't be booked like he shouldn't be booked like he can go toe to toe with Roman Reigns. It just shouldn't be. <laughs> like he, he can, be, he and he did it. To- he shouldn't be like tossing dudes around like that. I agree. I like agree. Shane is the guy who will do something stupid to win. Perfect booking of Shane. Like yes, will will he jump off of something stupid? Will he like lay his body out? Of course. Now, obviously, he did because when he got when he got speared out of his fucking ass, <laughs> he, he looked, got speared out of his consciousness. Yeah, he looked. Whoo, it may he look was like not ghost. there at all. No. No, that man looked like a ghost. <laughs> so much so that Randy Orton had to go talk to his fucking wife and kids, which yeah. is nuts. Yeah. He's but, all uh, right. He's all right. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen worse. He's going to be okay. Yeah, trust me. But yeah, if I was... This is where I thought it may... Like, all the good shit in this match, and there was tons and tons of good shit. There's tons mm-hmm. of good storytelling in this match. It was a little long, and how I think you you work it down a little bit is knock some of the Shane shit out. Like yeah. let, let Shane do his high spots or whatever, but I don't want to see Shane like fucking taking on Rain. <laughs> I keep going back to it, but he like went toe to toe with Rollins and Reigns at the same time. He was like bullying like two of the your top tier talents from Raw. Like that's yeah. kind of stupid. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Yeah, that's but that I didn't like. But uh, <laughs> oh god, Braun Strowman looked fucking awesome in this match and the bump that AJ took over oh, the top rope I dude that could have the, been so bad yes he's AJ, lucky AJ, okay and to go to Smackdown AJ took two fucking stupid bumps that nobody should have took night like back to well within like three nights two nights of each other mm-hmm. he took the stupid ass bump off the brawn like tossing him from like mid ring over the top rope <laughs> He flipped at like nearly hit his head on the apron. And that that's not that could have like snapped his neck. That wasn't Braun. That was AJ taking a stupid bump. That <laughs> was not Ron be, Braun being careless. People will attribute that to Braun, but that was AJ taking a stupid bump. I mean, it was cool as fuck, but it was stupid as fuck. As well. Yeah, I just thought maybe he got launched a little too high and it just caught. He caught the rope at that's the wrong on angle. Yeah. That's on AJ. But it was cool. <laughs> it was stupid. But it, it looked was cool. nasty. We appreciate it, but uh. Also, I mean, the fast forward a little bit to to SmackDown, where mm-hmm. the off off to the outside oh. that was stupid too. 
yeah. but cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Braun looked good, and dude, I fucking loved Braun's elimination with Ellsworth grabbing it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it coming. I forgot that Ellsworth was even out there, but when Braun goes, like the count is getting closer. And mm-hmm. Braun like stops at the ring like he's trying to get us like what's happening? Yeah. And then they like pan down and it's like Ellsworth. There's his hands. <laughs> oh my god. And tit for tat because Ellsworth took a fucking <laughs> stupid bump. They're probably like, Oh, congratulations, kid, you've got we're gonna sign you. Here's what you're here's what you're doing tonight. We're gonna have <laughs> Braun literally just throw you. Into some tables. I swear, man, since Ooh. he got the... He's, he's he hit the, that middle table wrong. Like, he could have just gone through the first one. He's the Colin Delaney, man. He, absolutely. They just him. Absolutely. I mean, he got launched, and he was gonna. He was probably supposed to crash into the first and second one, and it collapsed. Well, he hit it like... He hit the catty first one. Yeah, he hit the first one, and then, like, slammed into the second one, and the second one didn't wouldn't break, because he hit it at that side angle. But Jesus, kid. <laughs> you got daughters now. Come on. That was cool, but stupid. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, the match itself was great. That spear from uh, from Roman to Shane was out of this world. I would never want to take something like that. Uh, I watched it in slow motion. It looked like maybe Roman. I think they bonked heads. I don't think it was the head. I think maybe his shoulder caught Shane's chin. Okay. Because, I mean, he, he got hit, and the first thing that hits is his head. Because Roman even looked a little out. I thought they might have conked heads because Roman looked a little bit Yeah, I thought that too, but I went back and I watched it in like, you know, a, a fourth of the speed. And, right. you know, it, it looks like it just, I don't know. However they did it, it looks nasty as hell. Uh, the power bomb uh, from AJ onto the announce table with a mini shield reunion. The crowd went completely oh, yeah. nuts for that. Uh, you know, and... If you pay, if you go back and watch that, pay attention to how the crowd reacts to Roman whenever he gets ready to do the power bomb. Like they're completely into it, and then he comes and does it later, and they're booing the hell out of him yeah. because it's not shield related. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that goes back to the discussion we had a while back, where it's like, if they were to reunite the shield, would the crowd cheer for Roman? Yes. Obviously, the answer is yes because it's something they would like to see, but they don't want to see him in whatever picture he's being presented <laughs> in now. I think they secretly like him now. Yeah. I mean that's that's not something everyone's yeah, gonna. I like him, but don't to, don't tell don't tell anyone. Well, I mean it, it goes, it's that like that Cena surprise entrance at thirty. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh wait, 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 Wyden Orton. I was yeah. very surprised. As was I. And I'm sorry. I thought that you can get yourself disqualified. So if Luke Harper shows up and he attacks the guy from Raw, would that not lead to a disqualification for Bray Wyatt or Randy Orton, whoever is in the ring at the time? Yeah, they sort of like threw all that shit out they, the window. Yeah, yeah, there were a few things that they were like, eh, it wasn't. They didn't even like, they didn't even like count a pin for Shane. They're just like, hey, he's out. That guy's out. <laughs> well, yeah, they were like, oh, God, his eyes are open and no one is home. But they were like, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to go ahead. Because they went for, the, they did the pin, yeah. but Shane's arms were up yeah. and his shoulder was off oh. the mat. So the ref's natural thing is like, He's up. Yeah, you know I'm not gonna sit there and count three and he's out. And then he looked at his eyes like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah he's need, done. He's done. Yeah, he's done. He, uh, he yeah. How he, old is Shane? Forty uh, five, maybe. Yeah, mid forties, with kids and a wife, all that good stuff. 
But yeah, Team SmackDown gets the win. Uh, Orton and uh, and Wyatt, the lone survivors. So um, pretty good. I think up and down the card, this is the most the pay per view I've enjoyed the most in a long time. I'll agree really? with that. Yeah, they they did a solid job um, on on this card. They really taught me, and like we're going to the Rumble. In supposedly Survivor Series in Houston, I've it's always been sort of like a bucket list thing for me to make all of the Big Four. So um, I'm really, you. I'm really gonna consider. I mean, I'm I'm not considering. I'm going to try to make. It is the week before Thanksgiving, and I looked at the vacation calendar, and people already have the week off after. So I know that I couldn't get the vacation, but I'm still gonna try to go to Survivor Series, even if it's just for the show. Sure, just because I want to. I just sort of want to make the Big Four. It's just a bucket yeah. list thing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and this really sold me. I'm like, yeah, they care about Survivor if they Series. Can, again. Yeah, if they can provide a pay-per-view like this quality, hell yeah. Yeah, then I'll make the drive, you know. Sure. Um, so we'll have to see. We'll, we'll see how the Survivor Series goes. Maybe I can get some, uh, some decent seated tickets or something for us, and we'll go. Um, ah, fuck it. I might call in soon. Let's see. There you go. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, who needs to work? Um, that takes us into the main event. The I mean, me, actually. I have to work. <laughs> I need to work. No, not if you're sick. Um, the match that has the world talking, oh my God, a minute and, what was it, 48 seconds, 45 seconds, something uh, like that. It's under a minute and a half. Yeah. 26? Minute 26? That's what it was. It was like a minute 25, minute 26. I knew there was a five or somewhere on there. But anyways, um, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar uh, describes as followed. Lesnar picks Goldberg up, brings him into the corner. Le- uh, Goldberg shoves him down, shoves Lesnar down. Lesnar laughs it off, stands up, goes to circle around. Oh, there's a spear. Rolls over into the corner. Goldberg gets prepared. Lesnar stands up. Spear! Uh, Goldberg into the corner, stands up. Goldberg hits the jackhammer. One, two, three. There's your match. Shocking. Holy yeah. crap. I really it, thought... N- nobody knew that he had signed on for, for more no. before this. And meanwhile, in the back... I bet Vince was laughing his ass off at the crowd's reactions. It was was shocking, man. Shocking. Oh, my gosh. Because I really thought Goldberg was going to get his butt kicked. Sure. Yeah. I mean, here's here's the thing. I've seen a lot of the comments going, this is terrible booking. You guys booked him up, you know, booked him for the past two or three years to be this unbeatable monster and... Uh, blah blah blah. All the you know all the comments that they've been saying, and it's like, oh, he loses to someone who's forty nine years old. Well, just for that, I looked up the information on uh, the Undertaker. He's fifty one currently. So at the time of WrestleMania, he was forty eight that he lost to uh, to uh, Brock Lesnar. So is that argument really valid? Because if Lesnar would have lost to a forty eight year old at WrestleMania then it would have made just as much sense for him to lose to a 49-year-old at Survivor Series. Um, you know, like you said, no one knew that Goldberg had signed a multi-match deal. We all thought this was a one-and-done. Yeah. I mean, there was speculation, hey, maybe he can come back. And I didn't even see I didn't see speculation that it was going to continue. Yeah, I thought, I, every, I mean, obviously somebody knew, but nobody sure. was saying. It wasn't, like, out there that he had... It, because yeah. he had signed before the match, yeah, but it just wasn't like out there. Yeah, and and the way that I had seen the match, 
in my eye before it happened was, okay, yeah, uh, Goldberg is going to hit the spear. He is going to hit the jackhammer. Because in the promos, he's like, maybe I have one spear left. Maybe I have one last badass jackhammer. And he hits those right off the bat. And so I'm thinking, okay, Lesnar's going to kick out, and then he's going to dominate because Goldberg's not going to have anything left. But for them to turn it around, hit that three, I watched the crowd's reaction, and it was just as their mouths were just as open as mine were or was because, you know, it was shocking. It was surprising. Yeah. No one was expecting it. No. Um, you know, it was, it was, to me, it was a cool moment. Because we don't really get these moments that no, often, don't. you know. When was the last time that we had that kind of a shock? WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania when Undertaker's streak got broken. Uh, you know, maybe before that, the or maybe sometime after that. I forget when it was when uh, Lesnar just destroyed John Cena at uh, what was it SummerSlam. Where he did like the sixteen suplexes. Well, that was and, the second Cena. He lost the yeah. first Cena match. Yeah, that his, was in two thousand twelve. The SummerSlam were match where it was just about 12 minutes of him suplexing Cena. Yeah. SummerSlam, I think. Yeah. Okay, so it was later that year, but before uh, Undertaker lost. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there haven't been that many shocking moments uh, as of late. Um, but, yeah, I mean, okay, but also here's the thing to think about. You have built up Lesnar as this undefeatable, you know, beast over the past few years. Uh, with that, the crowd becomes complacent. They accept that Lesnar's going to win every match. They're like, oh, dude, I mean, he beat The Undertaker, he's beaten John Cena, he devastated Randy Orton, of course he's going to destroy Goldberg, of course! He's been out of the game for 12 years, he's got butt, bad knees, he's got shoulder issues that he's dealing with, of course! But then Goldberg comes in, hits those spears, which looked great, by the way, and then hit him with the jackhammer, I mean... That's typical WCW match for Goldberg. That's yeah. that's what got him famous. It wasn't the you know fifteen minute, twenty minute matches. It was those thirty second, boom, you're done. Give me my check. Let's go. And they gave him just that. And uh, I, I had most likely going to lead to Goldberg Lesnar three. Yes, there is the rumor that that's going to happen at, at possibly WrestleMania because both people, both Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, have announced they will be taking place. Uh, they will be competing, I should say, um, or I should say, Goldberg has announced there's speculation and heavy rumor that Lesnar will be taking place in the Royal Rumble. To which Brock will screw. Sure. Le- yeah. Um, Goldberg over. Maybe Lesnar gets eliminated by Goldberg and he comes back into the ring a few minutes later and eliminates Goldberg. But whatever the case is going to be, so they're possibly setting up for Goldberg Lesnar three. But what did you guys think about them? It's not possible. They have to do. They have to do another one. Yeah, it's going to be Mania too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, don't kid yourselves. The pl- <laughs> the plans that they had was thrown out the window. Yeah, like, when Goldberg signed for more dates, they shoveled the deck. Mm-hmm. You know, I I enjoyed it and I liked it, and I I understand what people are saying though. It's like, oh, it's kind of unbelievable because Lesnar was so dominant with this style, and Goldberg does that. But you know, I suspended my disbelief. You know what yeah. I mean for this, and I totally enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not picky with this. I mean, I think that the criticism that's out there was that, and that I think is reasonable and understandable is that. You spend a lot of time making Lesnar out to be a beast to make him feel like a big deal. You give him the streak, and then 
you should capitalize on that by by having someone of a lower like elevating someone by beating him. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly reasonable and honestly the thing that should happen. Yeah. But um WWE logic says otherwise. But. Well, I don't I don't I mean this is sort of a different deal. This is He doesn't the thing about Lesnar, he sort of maintains his like his aura in loss even because he just goes away for a little bit and comes back. Mm-hmm. He's lost to Cena already. He's lost to Triple H already. Yeah. Who else? He lost to someone else. He's lost like to three different people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can't. He he can get his. He will get his heat back. Yeah. He will still feel like a monster. He still will feel like an accomplishment for someone if they choose to, and they should choose to. I think that the the critique, the criticism that's out there is frustration that they don't, because the track record has proven that the WWE will not do the right thing and and have someone beat Lesnar and capitalize off of what he's what he's been given. Yeah. Now that's not necess- that doesn't have to be divorced from the. I mean that doesn't have to be the same thing as the Goldberg thing. The Goldberg thing came in. If this was a one and done for Goldberg, he should have fucking. It would have been. And a lot of this could have been an emotional reaction from people saying they thought it was a one and done. If it's a one and done, of course Goldberg has to lose. It's stupid to put Goldberg over if it's a one and done. What yeah. you did this whole thing for his fucking kids so you can put his kid in the ring? That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean That's exactly why you do it. I dog. mean, good for his kid, but I mean like you're running a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Goldberg doesn't this isn't bring your kid to work day. Yeah. If Goldberg didn't sign on, then of course they are insane to put him over. But he signed on, and the thing about the Goldberg thing is, I didn't, I didn't think he's going to be as well received as he, he was, and I don't think they thought. I don't think he thought. I don't think they thought. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he was going to be Surprise. as well. Guys, been out of the game for twelve years. I thought he was going to get a nice, polite nostalgia pop, and then I think I thought it was going to wane off as the weeks went on. Yeah. And by the time the match came, they weren't going to deliver. Nobody would would have cared, and that would have been the end of it. Yep. But he got more and more over, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. it. And it crescendoed when he beat Lesnar, so it's you know like why not write it out and see where we're gonna go? Yeah, like he the, the crowd wasn't pissed that he beat Lesnar; they were he, shocked, <laughs> and then they were surprised, and they not, were happy. I mean, not they weren't just shocked; he was fucking over shit because yeah. of it. You, did you hear like on Raw? They were into it. Oh yeah. And the one thing you, I mean, the one thing you can't criticize them for doing is like going with the hot hand and like doing what was over. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times do they go against? I mean, of course, this is a little bit different because he's already a made star. He's already so it's not like they took some gamble, but at least they followed through with what was working and what was yeah. hot. Well, it was also a gamble because you know he's been out of the game for so long. The newer generation of fans have come in, so maybe that crowd that knew him, that watched WCW or even in his small time in WWE all those years ago, maybe they kind of faded off. So yeah, there, I mean, but there it was wasn't a as much of a gamble as making a new guy. Like yeah. you try if you if a new guy beats Brock, maybe he pushes the next level. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah, maybe it's a waste. And then people are like, "Why did you waste it on that guy?" Mm-hmm. Which. Look, I'm not. It's a valid criticism to say someone still needs to beat Brock Lesnar that is not Goldberg or Cena or Triple H. Yeah, that is not that is now transitioned into that part time affair. Right. Like you need one of your new stars to come in there and take him to town. And in an ideal world, I mean, <laughs> in an ideal world, somebody would be Goldberg before he leaves too. Although that's not going to happen because yeah. I don't think he has that many dates. I think he's probably just going to do the mania thing. I think the deal is he'll work as 
you know, as long as he's wanted. Well, I think the I think it's a match by match deal. It's not like a I'm going to sign on for a year yeah. and then I'll work so many dates. It's a we do a match. We both sides evaluate uh, if they're st- still good for them. Yeah. If it works, the crowd's still into it. We're going to do. We'll do another match. Yeah. That's and if not, I'll, I'll fade off into the sunset. Well, honestly, that's a really smart way of doing it. Because, it really is because people could just get over this shit really fast. It they could, could be just because they were in Canada and they yeah. considered that bizarro world. Yeah, I mean, uh. the the crowd. But the re. I mean, I think the the reason people are pissed is not necessarily because Goldberg won, but because of WWE's track record of yeah. way, the way they handle this, their inability to or their inability or not wanting to make new stars, that all like filters through to how people are reacting to this Goldberg shit. And you also have to think of it as, like I said earlier, uh, the, the the fans had been complacent with Lesnar's performance. They knew what he's going to go out there and do. He's going to do the suplexes, and then he's going to go into the F5 and all that. If anything, this might be a chance to reinvigorate uh, Brock Lesnar. This is going to piss him off to no end. So he's just going to go off on a tear. He's going to destroy anyone who gets in his way with no remorse. You know, I think this would be a great opportunity to, you know, not that he needs to be rebuilt, but this is a chance to rebuild Brock Lesnar as, oh, you thought he was angry before? Now he ain't even going to deal with anyone's bullshit. He's going to come out there and just whip everybody's ass. See, I don't think this is going to, like, change the way he works or anything. I don't think he's going to, like, re, like, add things to the arsenal i think i thought he was picture perfect in this fucking match yeah i think it was a tremendous brock lesnar performance yeah the way absolutely he, the way he the Looked. way the way he like sold i'm shocked by what's happening into like all right into, you still got some old man and but that that sort of slowly transitioned from like what's going on to okay i'm getting fucked up like the way he like yeah brought it back I mean, what else, what more could you do in a minute and a half that these guys didn't do? If you're going to have a minute and a half match, this is about as good of a match as you can have, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it was Goldberg, I mean, looked like a badass. Yeah. He didn't, like, fumble. Like, I know I was concerned where he sort of, like, lost his footing and fell over earlier. He was still fucking gay. You could tell he was gassed. And I, I (laughs) I thought, like, this is a minute and a half is a better alternative to, like, eight minutes where Goldberg... And Brock Lesnar are both gassed to the fucking gills and mm-hmm. can't breathe or laying on the fucking ground selling. Yeah, save minutes. that for mania. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> this, it, has a, this gives you a, this gives you a time. time. Yeah, yeah. He, he can like he can be working up to a longer match. But honestly, if if Lesnar's gonna lose, it's better that it's like short and shocking than yeah. than like you know like a you know like yeah. I don't fifteen know. minute drawn yeah. out both guys. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I agree. I had I had no problems with the matchup. Like I said I, I was I, I, I was it. surprised. I was shocked, and then I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, I saw it all, I saw all the negative comments, and I'm like, I, see, I don't have that big of an issue with it. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, so, and I know uh, some of the listeners would definitely are, are were definitely curious as to what we thought about it. So I hope, you know, I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if that's a surprise or not, but I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, same for me. And uh, I'm here. You know. I hope that our listeners will go in with an open mind about it and be like, you know what? Maybe there is more to tell in this particular story now that we know that Goldberg is going to be participating in the Royal Rumble. He's going to be around for a few matches. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if if he wasn't coming back, yeah, you guys should be tearing the motherfucker yeah. down. You're, you're right. Like, all right, thanks, bye. I'm out of here. Yeah. I think it's cool that we're going to see him. Yeah, live. yeah, we're going to get to see. I don't think first I've, seen, I've never yeah. seen Goldberg live. Yeah. yeah. Same, same for me. So it'll be first Rumble, first Goldberg. That's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. 
So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, God, I hope it doesn't end up like, like whenever we got to see Sting for the first time. But uh, at least well, for me. For, for, me. Actually, for, y'all, for y'all, that was y'all's first thing. Yeah. I've seen Sting many oh, times. excuse me, fancy Man, yeah, I've seen uh, more than... Three me, times. Mr. Bear. It turns out we're actually a curse of wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> if it's our first time seeing you, you're getting hurt. Sorry. Yeah. No, we saw the Dudley Boys. They were fine, right? I saw the Dudley Boys before that. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy over here. Acting like he's man of the stars and all that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a drink real quick. All right, I have a uh, I have some cherry Dr Pepper in my fridge. If you want it, doors unlocked. I'll go get you one. All right. So with that being said, sure, I'll take one. Tyler, no, no, thank All you. All right, no, no soda for you. Um, so we go from that to Raw, where Goldberg kicks things off and is like, oh, it was great. You know, it's so funny and, since you mentioned last time about a Southern draw. Like I like honed in on it. And yeah. I was like, oh, yep, it's, it's true. Yeah, that yeah. southern that Georgia draw that he's got, you know, um, for Goldberg. Uh, he came out, talked, thanked the crowd for all the support, and said, "Well, you know, after the matchup, Stephanie came up and was like, uh, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. You think you got a title run in you?'" So uh, he said, "Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I got Fuck that. yeah, I got one more title <laughs> run. Get that fucking belt. Um, Everyone, the Rumble is next." That's essentially what he said, yeah. But just everyone in the ring is next. So uh, I'm looking forward to Goldberg being in the Royal Rumble. Just be, oh, you know, for sure. For the for sure, sure sake of I've never seen him before, and I'll get to chant the Goldberg chant. Yeah. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Hells yeah. Um, the opening matchup, New Day going up against Cesaro and Sheamus. Now, they're starting to hone in on, oh, they're closing in on history. They only have like a month left. Um until they break Demolition's record. It appears now that New Day is going to start doing whatever it takes to make sure that they break history. See, I missed this. So what exactly happened? Well, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know Xavier Woods got involved, caused a distraction, and uh, and ended up... I I forget exactly what happened. Doug will probably remember when he gets back in here. Um, But... Basically, New Day cheated in order to retain, to defeat Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, and here he is now. Hey, Doug, what did New Day do in their matchup with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro to retain their titles? I know Xavier got involved a little bit. Do you happen to remember? Yeah, they che- they cheated. So, oh. I mean, Xavier got involved. I don't remember specifics other than that. <laughs> okay. They did something. I basically I got you nowhere. Sorry. That's all right, you- dude. When you say. When you said, I've got cherry Dr. Peppers in my fridge if you want one, I was like, yeah, sure. Oh. Then I like walked past your office, and I went to the Coke machine. I put my money in the Coke <laughs> machine, and I was like, wait a minute. What's uh. that? <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I had to hit eject and get all quarters back. And I was like, oh, yeah, weird. now you got quarters. Bummer. I can use them. I, yeah. like, I like quarters. There you go. So what did you think about the uh, New Day versus Sheamus and Cesaro match for the title? Mm, to be honest, I don't recall much of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. So they're gonna I do mean, whatever like it takes. Yeah, I think that the new day now that they're starting to close in on breaking How demolition far record. Oh, uh, they're like thirty days or something like that. Just a few weeks. So, you know, the the fact that they'd be willing to cheat, and they have in the past. They've they've numerous times in the past. Sure. So, do you think that this will? They have no problems cheating. No. 
But do you think that they'll Baby. take it one step further and keep pushing the envelope of trying to cheat to retain the titles? I think they're losing the crowd. I still find their act entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think they're losing some of the crowd, though. And I could see them turning heel. Yeah. Just something to keep it just to, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they they might even do that. Uh, turn the New Day, turn, turn them heel and uh, cheat to win at, at all costs. In order to retain the titles, although that really hasn't worked against them in the past, because they've done it a lot, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, we've we've discussed it before, and as we're getting closer, I'm sure we'll discuss it a few more times. Will New Day surpass Demolition? Yes. Yeah. I hope so. All right. I mean, they're way too fucking close. If they weren't going to do it, then they should have took the belts off them a long time ago. Yeah. Especially at this point, now that they're mentioning yeah. the numbers and they're all that. They're way too fucking close. Or do they wait until like the week before, or have them lose it at a house show the day before they nah. tie it or something? Nah, they're good. Nah, and then they go on a full-on heel, re- heel mode, and we were on the cusp of history, and y'all took it from us. How dare you? They're getting it. They're getting it. All right. After that, we got to see some cruiserweight action. Cedric Alexander versus Davari. Um... I don't remember a whole lot about the matchup. Anything to really take away? Nah, it was basically a Cedric like showcase match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd was sort of indifferent until he hit the lumbar check. Well, the springboard kick, springboard handstand into the kick, and then the lumbar check, and they sort of came alive for that. Yeah. Uh, I did not get home from work in time to see the pre-show, but there was I saw something about Leisha Fox in him. Like she on the pre-show, she like approached him and like kissed him on the cheek and was hmm. like maybe I don't know. I don't know if she was flirting because it was a still picture that I saw. I don't know if it was like a flirting thing hmm. or what. But uh, yeah, that thing now. There was something on the pre-show on from Wade Barron about so Alicia Fox and uh, Cedric. Uh, do you guys know anything else about that? Nope, I do not. I did right. not catch the pre-show. That's a thing three, that happened. Three hours is plenty on Monday nights for me. Coming off a six-hour show. Coming, yeah, coming after after that, um, or was it like five and a half? <laughs> that either way. Before that, then a two-hour show. Before that. Yeah, with NXT. It is a lot. God, that was a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> the highlight of the night, by far for me, uh, that was not match-related, was the highlight reel with uh, Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Did y'all get to catch, catch that? Yeah, of course. That, not, <laughs> I you, not. The, you missed oh, 13 straight, like 13 consecutive hours. Yeah, it's and, a lot. It's a lot. In four days, it's like 13 hours. That's a lot, yeah. So what happened with the highlight reel? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, the well, only thing I caught was whenever they were talking, and it was like, hey, buddy, you know I would never compromise. You know, he was like, oh, I'll never compromise your list, blah, blah. But you know who would? And, you know, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, I was standing right there. You know, he was just pouring conditioner out of his hair. That's all <laughs> Well, they're playing off the Survivor Series match where Owens got himself DQ'd yeah. by using the list. And- yeah. Jericho, nah, my list, right? All my personal thoughts and yeah. dreams, which was a which was a nice callback to like the old list with all the holds on it, where he's sort of like distraught and like gathering up his shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he has a thing for lists. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. I'm OCD as fuck. I I make a lot of lists. <laughs> I do more list making than I check shit off of lists, so I can relate. <laughs> is but, that on your list? Uh, it is. We need a Doug's list. Yeah. Not to copy off of Jericho, but you know, you've been how long have you been doing a list? Many a year? I mean it's not a one list, it's a many different list for many different things. Okay. But for quite some time. Yeah, I'm an O C D fucker. Like uh 
before Jericho made it popular once again. No, I mean I'm not trying to siphon off his. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like you've been doing it for a while, but oh, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's that just way people weird... be like, oh, well, Jericho comes up with a list. Now you gotta have a list. No, uh, it's not a list. It's many lists. It's the list. It's not the list. The lists. Many lists. The lists. Uh, you said that's a memorable thing, memorable thing, but what about the Enzo? Yeah, I mean, that was memorable, the, not the necessarily in the best way. I I was watching uh, that going, yeah, they are trying to cater to a family-friendly product. That and was then, hilarious. Enzo goes, walking around you naked. Got, you got a big problem, you know, I wouldn't call it a problem. <laughs> it was weird, to say the least. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know where they were. I don't know either. It was just to set up with. the match? Yeah. I mean, is that it? Yeah, he's I like guess. he could have like, easily accomplished that in a in a towel. <laughs> like, like, come on, Enzo, open the door. Enzo is naked or in the hallway. Guess. Got a problem? Yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoyed the hell of it. It was random as hell. Yeah, but, it was incredibly random, but it did set up the Rusev and Enzo match. So yeah, it's just a really weird way. Yeah, to I'm, I'm gonna crush you like a can under a, t- a tire. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the highlight reel was by far my favorite part because you know they did do the callbacks of. Uh, you know, oh, I used my, I used your list. Who cares about the list? Like they were teasing the hell out of them two splitting up, and uh, it was like, oh, well, if that's how you feel about my list, maybe that's how you feel about my, our friendship. And if you feel that way about our friendship, maybe we should just go our separate ways. And it was like, oh yeah, well, I'll, you want to you want to say who's to blame? Yeah, I'll say who's to blame. Go ahead, say it. Roman Reigns. Ah, <laughs> At the same then, time, <laughs> yeah, it. it was hilarious. It was so good. It was so enjoyable. That was entertainment. We sort of glossed over how fucking over Jericho was. On oh my god, he was the most over guy on. But I mean, obviously he's a kid. Well, I, I feel like all uh, this is gonna sound weird. Uh, all like the Canadian guys are over. You that know, sounds Canada, weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jericho is over in the home country. Than, Kevin Owens. And it's Bizarro World. What was Sam? I forgot. What was Sami Zayn's reaction? At, uh, Good, but not not Jericho level. Yeah. yeah. Jericho by far most over. Because um, you hear stupid idiot. Yeah. What do you guys think about the crowd chanting 10 for Ty Dillinger throughout the whole weekend? Uh, like every time that the ref I was I get it, but it got more. on my nerves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a little... Too much. I could see it being fun in the crowd, but as someone who's watching at home, I was like, I'm actually trying to know what the real count is, and you're yeah. fucking me up. <laughs> Shut up. It's like, I don't mind you doing it during Dillinger's match, but when you do it in other people's matches, that's a little too much. I mean, I wasn't... It didn't bother me so much that I wanted to like rant on them or anything. I was just like, hey, come on, man. I want to know the real count, and I don't know the real count. <laughs> Seamus was doing the Beats of the Baron or whatever it's called, and now all the crowd's chanting 10. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, this uh, Owens and, and Jericho, I'm so happy that they're best friends and that they're together. They have such good chemistry, and just the way that they carry on their conversations was great. He's supposedly not signed on for Mania, so how do you, do you think they write him out before then, or what? Um, I don't know. I mean, I know that they've been kind of taking it as a month-by-month kind of thing because they said that he was supposed to only... He said in an interview, he was like, oh, I was only supposed to sign on for like a three-month deal and uh, I was I was on such a run that I was like, hey, let me sign on for you know three more and then got to the end of that and then I started teaming up with, with Owens and things blew up and I was like, yeah, let me sign on for a few more. So I think they're kind of just playing it month-by-month for, for Jericho, which I'm all for as long as he's 
continuously doing positive things and getting the reactions like that from the crowd. My God. Yeah. Because, I mean, just think about how we were talking about him, you know, prior to this run. I mean, he was months a, ago, yeah. He was in a rut, to say the least. Oh, for, yeah. sure, for sure. That's not us being, like, looking for reasons to be negative. He just wasn't, like... He was stuck. Yeah, he was. His ring work was blah. His mic work, his character work was blah. It just was, you know. And now he's just he is the the hottest thing going right now. Yeah. So, major props to him. Um, Too bad he's on the beach show. <laughs> and then uh, Rollins came out and they addressed him, and then Reigns came out as well, and they set up a uh, uh, a match. For Owens versus Rollins for the WWE Universal title later on that night with uh, Jericho and Reigns being banned from ringside. So, uh, do you guys want to talk about the matchup since it was the main and yeah, we kind can. of filters all, I don't, over I don't into have it. any strong opinions about it, but I mean, yeah. also the Jericho Sinclair match <laughs> thing. <laughs> what did you think about that? I was like, oh, that's Jericho. Yeah. Oh, I guess they're gonna address this at a, like next week at a later date. I don't know. I didn't have any like uh like any like strong reactions to it. Yeah. What do you think about his choice of using Sinkara's mask following their uh Okay, okay. <laughs> before when before who asked us the question? Uh you probably you deleted it. I deleted it, I'm sorry. Yeah, who I'm sorry if I forgot forgot the name of who had the question, but I it didn't click. That's what he was asking me until you said it right now. Yeah, the, the reason that he's asking <laughs> is because it was in car. Uh, he's they had, their, they had their little brawl. Yeah, I'm just gonna poke fun at him. Okay, now I love it. Now that I now that someone <laughs> like now that someone screwed in the light bulb over my head and turned it on for me. Yes, it's I'm, like was it intentional or did they just need a mask? Ah, uh, this is probably a poke. I mean. It's like it's for pro- those who know, they get it. It's probably a poke. For those Jericho. who don't know. He's just wearing a Sinkara mask. Yeah, I mean, okay, now I think it's funny. Also, <laughs> I kind of want Hunico to knock his ass out. <laughs> yeah. I want Hunico to be pissed. <laughs> Come out, you bastard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the matchup between those two was, was pretty solid. I enjoyed the brawl through the crowd, the little spot that Rollins did where he dove off the top and... Uh, you know, similar to what they did as the uh, that final Shield match against Evolution. Um, you know, it was nice. I enjoyed it. Didn't have any issues with it. So. Nah, that's fun. Um, uh, Rusev. God, I can't believe I didn't get that. That's what I it didn't was. catch it either until I sat there and thought about it for a while. I was like, oh, okay. I feel so stupid. Man. I wish I would have caught it like right when it was happening. I probably would have laughed pretty hard. I wish I had understood that's what the, the, the dude was asking us at the start of the show. Oh, that's yeah. why he's asking about it. God, yeah. that's... Uh, yeah. Okay, I, really, I like it a lot more now. <laughs> um, let's see. Rusev defeats Enzo, as expected. Um, hey, surprise! Golden Truth and the club are in a number one contendership match. Like what? Which I found... That's the thing that happened. Yeah. And surprise, the club wins. So for the first time ever, we're going to see the club against the New Day for the tag team titles. The serious club. The, the what? Yes, they're serious now. Super. Yeah. They're not doctors. Super serial. And um, <laughs> that reminds me of uh, one of the conversations that I think, was it 
It was, yeah, it was uh, during Survivor Series, it was either during the pre-show or it was behind the scenes where James Ellsworth was getting ready and the club shows up. Did that happen during Survivor Series? Yeah, yeah. that was, on, yeah. I think it was during even. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're poking fun at him and doesn't have a chin. They're making their stupid little puns. And then Foley shows up. He's like, would you like me to make fun of you guys because you're bald? And he goes, dude, we shave our head. And, like, there's nothing that can fix it. <laughs> just, uh, just little things like that. Um, but the club ends up defeating Golden True, so they're the number one contenders. Um, as punishment for losing his match... This was very weird. This was so out of Mick Foley's character. This was so out of the logic of it all. Well, was it Stephanie's behind it, though? No, it was Foley's idea. He pitched it. Oh, that's weird. Because he was like, hey, you came up short. You lost. You didn't bring home the Intercontinental title, so I'm going to have to put you in a match against Braun Strowman. And then he high-fived Stephanie McMahon afterwards. He seemed like hesitant about it, but still he was the one that brought it up, so it was weird. Yeah. It just seemed like the weirdest thing ever, ever, and then whenever Strowman was really taking it to Zayn, he came out and stopped it, and he was like, this is enough, or whatever. This, yeah, he's, he's been... He's he's been punished enough. He's learned his lesson. I mean, I get <laughs> I get that they're trying to be like this. These are the stakes for like not representing the brand. It's Survivor Series, but still, it's just very out of character. Where's the punishment for Team Raw I for know, the right? Survivor Series matchup that didn't bring home the victory? They don't have anything going for Sami. What Zayn. we what we sort of yeah. didn't talk about with Survivor Series is that we sort of glossed over like SmackDown winning the main event. Like that's a like yeah. That's kind of a big deal. That was their bragging, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that Raw ran the rest of the table just so that SmackDown could have <laughs> like the, the main event, but that was still kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, the A show's got to go over. Sure. Which is why SmackDown won. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the alternating commentary tables? Did you guys notice it? Anything? I noticed it, but it's so hard to like put together like exactly what's happening just because there's so many voices. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that people are rotating in and out, but I'm mm-hmm. not like now I notice that so and so and so and so are gonna talk. Yeah, it's I just, did notice because I, I was like, that's weird. I was like, he's there then, but then he's not. I don't know. Yeah, like for the um, for the raw specific matchup, it was just Cole and Corey Graves. And then for, you know, whatever. They mixed and matched, which I thought it was fine. It was, you know, I just wanted to bring it up. Right. Um, uh, So, yeah, Braun Strowman defeats Sami Zayn via ref stoppage. And what kills me is that they did a WWE.com exclusive where Sami Zayn's, like, being tended to by medical. And they're like, dude, are you okay? He's like, well, just let me stand up. And, you know, he's, like, a little, you know, woozy Mm -hmm. from the beating that that, that occurred. And Mick Foley's like right there by his side. Like, dude, you put him in that position. Right. What kind of what kind of general manager are you? Trying to act like you're all concerned now. Yeah. Buddy. Like you put him in that match. Jackass. Um so I would fully expect to see Daniel Bryan reach out to uh Sami Zayn in some form or fashion, similar to how he's doing to Cesaro, saying, Hey, why don't you come on over to SmackDown? We'll treat you right. Heck yeah, man. Try and trade Miz or Ben Corbin. <laughs> Yeah, trade both of them. I don't care. That's fine. Well, I mean, those are the people he's like kayfabe, like at odds with. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? We gotta we gotta switch this up a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be full on to to see Sammy and Cesaro switch over to. I think he's uh, a good surrogate for 
to feud with the Miz on Brian's behalf. Yeah, he like he's like a nice underdog mm-hmm. uh, that stands in for Brian. You know, they both have beards. They both yeah. wrestled under a mask. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that could have been some other wrestler who wrestled under a mask. Sami Zayn. He's he's a new guy. Anyways. Uh, after that, we got to see Bailey teaming up with Sasha to go up against Charlotte and Nia Jax. Uh, Charlotte taps out here because who needs to make your tag champs look strong, or uh, or your women's champion look her, strong? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's her dad exactly. Though she's gonna she'll lose to set them all up, but she ain't, she's got a vice grip on that title. Yeah. Um. So Bailey and Sasha get the win. Again, I was expecting more of a highlight for Bailey of. Lady, you attacked me. That ain't going to fly. I want a match with you. I want it now. But instead, Sasha took the limelight for it. But hey, whatever. It's not my show. Not my choice. It is your show. All right. Uh, after that, TJ Perkins, Noam Dar, Rich Swan. Since they won the uh, the kickoff match uh, Survivor Series, they get a number one contender triple threat match. Winner faces Brian Kendrick, and uh, the winner was Rich Swan. Can you handle right this? Right guy one. Yes, finally. After how many wins has he gotten? I mean, he's amounted two or three over the champs. So. Yeah. You figured he would have just been, all right, well, you're next in line. but <laughs> You would think if you beat the, the champ in multiple non-title matches that you would already be the number one nope. contender. But nope. Just like James Ellsworth. <laughs> multiple wins over the champ. Well, he's got a title shot. Yes, he does. <laughs> Which makes me go back to our conversation of how much fun is SmackDown having right now because they're giving guys like James Ellsworth a world title shot later down the road. Uh, I mean, I think SmackDown's a superior show in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't wait until the James Ellsworth uh, figure comes out. <laughs> Featuring uh, the neck brace. Um, but yeah, so we talked about the Kevin Owens and... Uh, Seth Rollins match, Jericho interferes, and that leads into uh, Owens getting the the victory, and I'm sure there will be some ramifications next Monday because while, yes, the the interference did occur outside the ring area, um, Jericho did hop the barricade and and get involved. So uh, we'll run down SmackDown real quick, and um, I know that uh, Ambrose seemed to have been getting on Shane O'Mac's nerves. Yeah, they're definitely setting something up. Right? He's like, dude, you're kind of pissing me off now. I told you, kind of yeah. lay off. I'm, I'm still hurting from it, the SmackDown. You attacked AJ Styles. That could have cost us the match. I popped for the Mountie shit. Oh, yeah, I was about I was to say that. He got Brian. He got Brian. He's. I, I always do. They both, they both lost it and broke here. Like, oh, gosh. When he did the Mounties line, like I, I always get my man. They just both were like. <laughs> They just both cracked. Up. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that because I didn't get to catch. I didn't get to you catch didn't? all of SmackDown. Oh, I missed this hilarious. part. I heard a lot of people talking about yeah, it. But he I didn't just get kept to see coming it. back. This time he's got pizza. Yeah. This time he just pops up behind the guys in the main event. Well, at one point he just pops back up in a Brian segment wearing a Mountie gear, <laughs> doing the Mountie shtick, and he does wow. like the Mountie's catchphrase. Well, he was yeah. He was like, hey, I need you to tell something to AJ Styles though before I go. <laughs> That's when he got serious and said that. <laughs> Nice. And then Brian like just lost it and started laughing. Like, yeah. and then and then Ambrose started laughing. And they're just like, yeah. like <laughs> okay, get out now. All right, bye. Um, so we got to see Miz go up against Kalisto for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know why he necessarily gets a title shot after losing a title shot, but because Kalisto 
Oh, he got, he got fucked. He got, he got, he got, yeah, he got screwed he over. Got so it's fucked. like, well, you know, you got screwed over. Let me give you another chance. And I'd like to have a fighting champion as Intercontinental Champion. So you get a get a matchup against The Miz. You're right. My bad. That's all right. Um, once again, Baron Corbin gets involved. Cost Kalisto the matchup again. And uh, yeah, you set up that feud. match for TLC. Yeah. So now we have uh, a match already in the works for TLC, which is in like two weeks. Yes. Joy. Um, it's just, it's so much, so fast. You know, I would normally be like, eh, it's too many shows, but coming off the highest Survivor Series yeah. and how good and consistent SmackDown has been, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna, I want to go into TLC with positivity. I think it's going to be a good show. So we already have AJ versus Dean scheduled yes. TLC. We've got Baron versus Kalisto in a chairs match. Right. Uh, Miz versus Ziggler they set up. Yeah, Miz versus Ziggler. I want to say. Hopefully, this is a blow off to that. Didn't they set up a ladies match for tables? Or did I just come up with that they in my head? They set up Nikki and Nikki Carmella. and Carmella. That's what it was. It's going to be and like a no DQ. It's, it was very vague. It was. it was like a. They didn't say. They're just like, <laughs> there are no rules or something like that. So Because it's a no DQ <laughs> match. You think they're going to do. Uh, also, they set up. Uh, Wyatt and Orton versus yeah. Rhino and uh, so is Orton going to turn on? Br- I keep waiting for it to happen. I don't think but... it's going to happen. I don't know. I think eventually, but I, not as soon as I, like I thought this was like a month, or maybe a two month angle where he's going to turn. Yeah, I think he's going to be with him. I was waiting for him to do it at like Survivor Series. Or uh, okay, something. you know, like I haven't been the highest on Orton in a while, but I think it's a good place for him right now. It just doesn't fit for me. He looks so out of place. It doesn't. I don't like it when he tries to act like the Wyatts act. But if he's just like Orton, who's just like fuck it, I'm just with these dudes. He's like sort of his dick self, but he's just running with them. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But I don't like where he's trying to act real trippy and stuff. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you just don't fit, dude. You don't like the glowing eyes? Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, other than that, what else has he done? He's just been in the video packages with them and just talking. Yeah, he's just sort of standing around, like you he know? just looks so out of place. I don't know. I don't mind it. I thought I was yeah, going to have a lot bigger of a problem with it than I do. But I don't mind it. But congratulations to him for on becoming a father. Uh, if he wasn't already. I think he was already. But they welcomed a, uh, he and his wife, I believe. I think he's opened, got a couple. Yeah. They welcomed a, uh, a new baby to the world. So congratulations. Um, American Alpha. I didn't get to catch this matchup. But American Alpha apparently won tag turmoil. Yeah, that's, that's how they set up. The, they ran through all the other teams on SmackDown. And they thought they won. Like, they get the title shot, but then Bray comes on the big screen with Orton and, and Harper, and he's like, uh, you thought, like, you ran through all the teams, but... That'll you teach us. you to think. Yeah, next week it's them. Yeah, next week you're getting fucked. Next <laughs> week it's them versus American <laughs> Alpha. Yeah, so just like that. Yeah. Those words exactly? <laughs> yes. Oh. I figured they wouldn't get away with that on, <laughs> on SmackDown. But. And I think this is actually going to be the tables match. Ah, uh, Interesting. Um, you know, like Rhino, and then also sure gore through the table. It's an, it's oh an easy God. way. It's an easy way to like protect someone. You know? Yeah, it sells itself. Uh, didn't get to catch the Becky Lynch versus Natalia match. It was fine. Yeah, Becky gets the win. I, what do you guys think of Natalia's new thing where she like quotes songs like <laughs> as her promo? Did you not see her? My heart do the, will go on. Yeah. The, the what was the other one. one that she did? What did she do for Survivor Series? It was against Alexa Bliss, or she did it with Alexa Bliss. And well, she was Bliss like, really? A, you did that? Alexa Bliss has been present for all of them. And oh. every, every time she's been like, what in the fuck are you talking about? 
But it, like as soon as she said it, I knew I, I caught the reference and I knew that it was very old. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting. Oh, that's the I'm one where uh, Dean Ambrose was there. He goes, I I got it, I caught it, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was. He though. Didn't, he wasn't. He was like he said he was it. Leaving. From, he like walked off and he said it from off camera. You can hear him say, "I got that one." <laughs> <laughs> Weird. But uh, Becky Lynch defeats Natalia. Um, match of the night, Baron Corbin going up against Kane. Ends up in a DK. Oh, I mean, if it was a match of the night. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were shooting, brother. No way, man. Uh, Baron Corbin defeats Kane <laughs> via disqualification. <laughs> Shoot from the hip. Uh, that takes us into the main event. James Ellsworth going up against AJ Styles in a ladder match. Oh, and my if you, God. <laughs> if you can wrap your mind around it, in a ladder match oh my God. AJ, for a contract slash title opportunity. AJ Styles is so fucking good. <laughs> and Ellsworth is so good at this role. I don't know. He looks the way the way he he's such a good promo for his character. He's not like someone who's going to talk you in a main event, but for, mm-hmm. for how he's presented his promos are like perfect, and he's his selling of like the net constantly perfect. Have you guys listened to his interview on uh, Talk Is Jericho? No, I haven't. Uh, I would highly recommend it because I actually listened to it during my lunch break one day, and he talks about it. he's like, look, I know what I look like. I know that I'm not main event. I will never be in that position. I know I'm the weakling in the eyes of the wrestling fan. I'm I am that. I know my place. I know so I'm I've, there because Vince thinks I look funny. I get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I know what I look like. I know what my place is. So I've spent so many years making sure that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So that, you know, just to hear him talk about it, he, you know, he understands. He's a guy who gets it. Uh, he knows what his, what his role is and he knows how to sell it. I'm gonna t- it just goes back to what we were talking about. Like when it first happened, he's like, this guy, this guy knows knows the deal. He knows, yeah. And like, if he's given an opportunity to do something with his career, even at the expense of like, he, even knowing the jokes on him, yeah. Like, why not fucking go for it? I mean, he's I, like, he does it. I feel like, say, there WWE's done with him later on or whatever. He's gone. I think oh. he signed a two year deal. Oh, did he? Yeah, they like signed that. him to a full time gig. That's awesome. Yeah, because he it wasn't uh, just on Smack. It wasn't just like an angle that they gave him a contract. They really gave him a contract. Yeah, over the weekend he announced at a at his last uh, uh, indie show, like he he was like, "I've stopped taking bookings. I've signed full time with the WWE." That is too cool. Good for him. Man. Yeah, that is so cool. Him. Yeah, I mean, I know there are a lot of people going out there going. What the hell? You know, why are they giving this guy the world? Watch the show. It's been fucking fun. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. out there and, you know, he's he's doing a fine job. Dude, he's so great in his role. Yeah. This match. And the fact that you can see, like, how humble he is even in the ring. Like, in the in the opening segment where he's talking to Shane and they offer him, you know, Dean's like, oh, surprise, it's a, it's a contract. And you see james like reach his hand over he's like he's trying to shake shane's hand and is like dude thank you so much like you know obviously he knew what the he had known prior to but yeah you know the fact that he's able to come across as the humble guys like look i know i don't deserve this but you guys see something in me and uh i'm, I'm telling gonna, you i'm gonna make them next both year he's gonna be playable 2k he's gonna be dlc for sure 18. at least any man with two two fists has a fighting chance man the to be in thing- wwe 2k18 when AJ like slapped the shit out of him and, <laughs> and had him underneath the, he put the he he has him down. He slaps the shit out. He puts the ladder on top. He's like, now you don't go anywhere. <laughs> he fucking starts climbing the ladder. 
Mm-hmm. And when fucking Ellsworth dumps the ladder and he takes that stupid bump. <laughs> and it was just when he hits the no chin music and then AJ gets his foot called the ropes. So good. So oh, yeah. How can people how can be people how can people be mad about this? It's so good. Because people just dislike Ellsworth. I've seen it's the same online. kind of people who dislike Daniel Bryan. Oh, he's not the big guy. He's not this. He's not the, this particular size. What he I need to do is, my, I need to show my dad what's going on in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to record his reaction. I think Ellsworth cheered that up. But hopefully, <laughs> yes. this guy's going to get killed. What is he doing? Over? Oh my god! How great was the interaction between Braun and James Ellsworth at Survivor Series? He's like. Don't I know you from somewhere? He's like, no, no, you don't. No, I'm out of here. here. I gotta go. <laughs> so, just oh god, just the small things. So again, major congrats to to James Ellsworth. You know, regardless of people think you deserved it or not, you you took the ball and you ran with it. So if you're sleeping on SmackDown. You're sleeping on the A show. Yeah. So uh, that pretty much wraps up SmackDown. Going to some hot topics. Um, if you have a smartphone, which most of you do these days, WWE is going to be releasing their own emoji app, and it's going to be available for one ninety nine on iPhone and Android. It's already out. I looked at it. Oh, I there you it, go. I thought it was free. I was like, let me download this, and it's like dollar ninety nine. Two dollars. Oh, what the fuck? Fifth. Um, so, so that goes automatically into your text messages. Well, you'd have to set up your keyboard, but yes, similar how you can do receive it. Uh, yeah, so they'll see Macho Man and other kind of. Interesting things. I'll have to take a look send at you it. James Ellsworth like all the time. There you go. I don't think he's in it. Damn Not it. yet. Um, for those of you who are uh, curious about Shelton Benjamin, as you know, he's been suffering an injury. He's been out uh, for a number of months. He uh, sent out a tweet over the week saying that he does expect to return to WWE whenever he is fully recovered, and uh, it, the timetable is looking at um, four to six months from today. So, mm. still, still a journey to go. But um, um, speaking of someone who's out, who may be coming back soon, hear about Finn Balor and that show. I don't know that was mm-hmm. over the past weekend. I see Dobby. Yeah, and uh, he what did he attack uh, Drew Galloway? Yep. That's weird, huh? Isn't that strange? Well, to get I involved th- like that. I know I th- they have done shows they, like they had someone else book the, the WWE. It was Foley. Foley and. Since Foley couldn't make it, WWE sent Finn because he was out to honor Foley's day. It's like a make good for taking yeah. someone they booked away from. Hmm. So, anyways, uh, any other uh, topics you guys have? Not really, going man. On in the still, wrestling world, I'm still real busy and still out of the loop. So, if there's any like big stories, I might have. Have you watched them. that? Uh, is that show out where the they show like the cartoons, like real stories? Oh, I haven't watched stuff that. like that. No. I haven't seen it. There's yet. people online that were saying they're like uh, Ric Flair story is batshit crazy. <laughs> I have no doubt in that. So. Um, I didn't get to catch it, but it is on my DVR, and I might watch it one day. Where uh, they had Aztec Warfare three for Lucha Underground, and uh, the new champion currently is uh, Sexy Star. So congratulations to her. Yep. So uh, I know they posted a video. Dude, like they a, have a, like, because I haven't caught up with anything in the, like yeah. a long time. They got like a, lot, a bunch of new people. Paul London, his crew, the Rabbit Tribe. Mm-hmm. They they even have, he has a different name, but A.R. Fox is in it. Hmm. Uh, it's nice. something Fox. I don't know. But uh, Alicia? Yeah. <laughs> but um, Or Alex. Can't wait to Alex see Alex and it. Alicia Fox. There you go. Um. But yeah, they posted a video on the Lucha Underground Facebook page where uh, Sexy Star delivered a speech saying, I've worked so hard uh, in this position. A lot of people said I couldn't do it. 
And, uh, you know, for all the ladies out there, you are sexy. You can be a star. You can be a champion if you believe in yourself. You can you be know. a sexy champion. Can be sexy. That's right. So it was a, it was a really fine speech. So can I be you, sexy? Absolutely, you can't. Because <laughs> uh, you're already sexy, eh, Bear? Uh-huh. Come on now. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. So if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave us on on our YouTube channel, the video's video, also our Facebook page, the podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, Purse, and you can find us on Not everything. Uh, Not I just said that. Not Purse. Uh, WNS Podcast. Yes, you can know. follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Satchel. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. And wallet. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. And Fanny Pack. And Fanny Pack. And Wallet. Yes. And uh, Checkbook. So uh, there you go. That's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I'm Daniel Heron. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy I'm Tyler Happy Thanksgiving, Aber. everyone. Eat some ham. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you all next week.